Good morning to Radhakala Chanjidam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. Thank you, Prabhu. So a reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, second chapter, um, and twelfth text. Yes. But before we do that, we always like to get the blessings of Krishna before we delve into the text by singing Jayarada Madhava. Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayaratamadhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kirivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kirivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Braja Jararanjanan Yashoda Nandana Braja Jararanjanan Yamunatira Vanachari 
yamunatiravanachari hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare Jaya Radha Kala Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Radhe Jaya Radha Kala Chanji Radha Kala Chanji Radhe Jaya Jaya Jagannath 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 Jaya Jaya Jagannath Jaya Jaya Subhadra, 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra. Jaya Jaya Gornitai, 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai. Nitai Goro Haribo 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 Nitai Goro Haribo Goro Haribo Haribo Nitai Goro Haribo 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 Nitai Goro Haribo Jai, Jai, Srila Prabhupada, Jai. So, we will be continuing with First Canto, Second Chapter, Twelfth Text, and of course, going over the scriptures again for most of us. Some of us, it may be the very first time, but I doubt it by looking at the uh, devotees in the room, that it's your first time hearing it. No matter how many times we hear the scriptures, it becomes sweeter, it becomes more nectarian. And I used to really ponder that word nectar, nectarian, because I only related to things that were sweet that I could taste with my physical mouth So I've grown a little bit 
just a little bit to understand that the scriptures are very sweet and they are very nectarian. And if you hang in long enough, you will also consider them nectarian, no matter how many times you read it. So um, chapter, uh, chapter 2 is dealing with divinity and divine services. Text 12. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Tatstradadanya Munayo Ginyana Vagya Yuktaya Pushanti Admani Chatmanam Bhaktya Sruti Kitaya Tatschadadana Munayo Ginyana Vagya Yuktaya Pashanti Atmani Chatmanam Bhaktya Sruta Gitaya Tatschadadana Munayo Ginyana Vagya Yuktaya Vajanti Atmani Chatmanam Bhaktya Sruta Gitaya Would some of you like to read? Uh, Tatsradadana Munayo Ganyana Vagya Yuktaya Vasyanti Atmani Chatmanam Bhaktya Sruta Grihitaya Tatsradadana Munayo Ganyana Vagya Yuktaya Vasyanti Atmani Chatmanam Bhaktya Sruta Grihitayam Tatsradadana Munayo Danyana Vagya Yuktaya Pasyanti Atmani Chatmanam Bhaktya Sruta Grihitaya Tatsradadana Munayo Jnana Vagya Yuktaya Pasyanti Atmani Chatmayam Bhaktya Sruta Grihitaya So we'll do word for word. Tat, that, Shradhanana, seriously inquisitive, Munya, Munya, sages, Jnana, knowledge, Vargya, detachment, Yuktaya, 
well-equipped with. Pasyante. C. Atmani. Within himself. Cha. And. Atmanam. The Paramatma. Bhaktya. In devotional service. Sruta. The Vedas. Grihitaya. Well received. And the translation here is the seriously inquisitive student or sage, well equipped with knowledge and detachment, realizes that absolute truth by rendering devotional service in terms of what he has heard from the Vedanta Sutra, Sruti, purport. The absolute truth is realized in full by the process of devotional service to the Lord Vasudev or the personality of Godhead who is the full-fledged absolute truth. Brahman is his transcendental bodily effulgence and Paramatma is his partial representation. As such, Brahman or Paramatma, realization of the absolute truth, is but a partial realization. Therefore, different types of human beings, the karmis, the ginyanis, the yogis, and the devotees. The karmis are materialistic, whereas the other three are transcendental. The first-class transcendentalists are the devotees who have realized the Supreme Person. The second-class transcendentalists are those who have partially realized the plenary portion of the Absolute Person. And the third-class transcendentalists are those who have barely realized the spiritual focus of the absolute person. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita and other Vedic literatures, the Supreme Person is realized by devotional service, which is backed by full knowledge and detachment from material association. We have already discussed the point that devotional service is followed by knowledge and detachment from material association as Brahman and Paramatma realization are imperfect realizations of the absolute truth. So the means of realizing Brahman and Paramatma, that is, the paths of Jnana and Yoga, are also imperfect means of realizing the absolute truth. Devotional service, which is based on the foreground of full knowledge, combined with detachment from material association, and which is fixed in the oral reception of the Vedanta Sruti, is the only perfect method by which the seriously inquisitive student 
can realize the absolute truth. Devotional service is not, therefore, meant for the less intelligent class of transcendentalists. There are three classes of devotees, namely first, second, and third. The third-class devotees or the neophytes who have no knowledge and are not detached from material association, but who are simply attracted by the preliminary process of worshiping the deity in the temple are called material devotees. Material devotees are more attached to material benefit than transcendental profit. Therefore, one has to make definite progress from the position of material devotional service to the second-class devotional position. In the second-class position, the devotee can see four principles in the devotional line, namely the personality of Godhead, his devotees, the ignorant and the envious. One has to raise himself at least to the stage of second-class devotee and thus become eligible to know the absolute truth. A third-class devotee, therefore, has to receive the instructions of devotional service from the authoritative sources of Bhagavad. The number one Bhagavat is the established personality of devotee. And the other Bhagavatam is the message of Godhead. The third class devotee, therefore, has to go to the personality of devotee in order to learn the instructions of devotional service. Such a personality of devotee is not a professional man who earns his livelihood by the business of Bhagavatam. Such a devotee must be a representative of Sukadeva Goswami, like Sutta Goswami, and must preach the cult of devotional service for the all-around benefit of all people. A neophyte devotee has very little taste for hearing from the authorities. Such a neophyte devotee makes a showing, makes a show of hearing from the professional man to satisfy his senses. This sort of hearing and chanting has spoiled the whole thing. So one should be very careful about the faulty process. The holy messages of Godhead, as inculcated in the Bhagavad Gita or in the Srimad Bhagavatam, are undoubtedly transcendental subjects, but even though they are so, such transcendental matters are not to be received from the professional man who spoils them as the serpent spoils milk simply by the touch of his tongue. A sincere devotee must therefore be prepared to hear the Vedic literature like the Upanishads, 
Vedanta, and other literatures left by the previous authorities or Goswamis for the benefit of his progress. Without hearing such literatures, one cannot make actual progress. And without hearing and following the instructions, the show of devotional service becomes worthless and therefore a sort of disturbance in the path of devotional service. Unless, therefore, devotional service is established on the principles of sruti, smirti, or jnana, or pancharatra authorities, the make-show of devotional service should at once be rejected. An unauthorized devotee should never be recognized as a pure devotee. By assimilation of such messages from the Vedic literatures, one can see the all-pervading localized aspect of the personality of Godhead within his own self constantly. This is called samadhi. Om Gimyala Timarandasya Gunanjanan Shalakaya this is a tremendous amount of information on how one should understand the process, really, of Krishna consciousness, of the various ways that it can be misinterpreted, and it has been, and it explains that the feature Bhaman is the effulgence of the Lord. Paramatma is a partial um, feature of the Lord. But the absolute truth, Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead, and the absolute is is it the absolute truth is absolute is it that's it nothing else beyond that that's it the this is what the text 12 is bringing to our attention it also breaks down the types of devotees uh and it's not done in an offensive way it's just that there is a category. The Lord is very fair. He, there's a category for wherever it is that we are. We know that we're going to have some individuals that are complete material, that are materialist. And they're karmis. There are those that, for lack of a better description, want to be one with the Lord. Um, generally falling under the category of yogis those that are philosophical, um, just accumulating the knowledge and um, actually just accumulating and, and contemplating the knowledge of the scriptures, but really not going any further with it uh, in most instances. And those are ginyana. Um 
the last type of devotee is the one that takes to devotional service, devotee, devotional service, bhakti yoga. When one is on the path of jnana yoga, if you stay on that path and you don't go from any direction other than that path, you will not find your way to the Lord. If one is on the path of, um, oh, what did we say, Vinyana? I want to make sure we're doing this. I'm giving it the proper description. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. When one is in the mood of, uh, of course, a karmi, one is really, really materially attached just to the process of seeing the deities. It's almost like a show. It's you come, you enjoy, and that's it. Um, why is this slipping my mind? But we'll get around to it. But then you have those that are the true devotees. The, they're considered the first class devotee. And those are those that take to the path of devotional service. When you are on the path of devotional service, you will have all the things that one would ordinarily get oh, in the Ginyana process, in the yogic process. And in the, yogic pro- the yoga process, it's considered a connection or attachment with the Lord. You're going to get that in devotional service as a devotee. And as far as the knowledge the knowledge will automatically come. You will also have that detachment from the material, from that which is not necessary. All of these things are taken into consideration and given on the devotional path. So initially it was thought that devotional service was for a third-class uh, individual or third, a lower class individual, but actually it's for a first class individual that wants to know about the Lord, that wants the connection with the Lord and wants to take it further and to serve the Lord in a devotional manner. And in that devotional process, you should be in a position if you are taken to the scriptures and studying properly to share it with someone else and not be in the position of someone who mechanically talks about the scriptures. More or less, they're saying it as a professional person. Now, when they say professional person, what came to mind was um, something that I was listening to years and years ago. 
And it was a religious program. It was on um, a public station. And the individual was speaking in, I guess they call it tongues. So, I mean, I, I, I've always kept a broad mind, but for the, since the point that I've become a devotee, my mind is on Krishna. But you can't completely close your mind. Um, in order to relate to others from time to time, you have to kind of venture out and see what's going on with people so you know how to connect. Well, I was listening to this station, and the um, I don't know if he was a minister or what. I'm not quite sure, but I kind of lost it. When he was speaking in tongues, and then in the middle of speaking in that process, he gave the phone number for people to call in and donate funds. And I thought, my gosh, if you're doing, if you're speaking in tongues, isn't that where you're supposed to be connecting? So they say with the Lord. But he took it to the point of making a, an announcement for funds in the process. That's what I would call a professional person that's giving the scriptures. You don't want to hear the scriptures for someone that's giving it or explaining it for the purpose of some material reason, for some material benefit. Of course, devotees are going to give. They will give naturally. But this process of Krishna consciousness is not about a business transaction where you talk about the Lord and then you ask for money. You will come across temples that will, of course, you need donations for this, that, and the other. That's okay. But just to take it or make it on the level of, I give you this, you give me money. It, Krishna consciousness is not about that. Uh, it may have been misconstrued like that. Some other religions have had that issue also. But it is not a, it is not a business transaction. It takes it further to the intimacy of connecting with the Lord by serving. As I mentioned yesterday, being a servant of the servant of the servant. It is so personal to serve someone, and it's more important that you know something about the individual that you're serving. And that is the purpose of the scriptures. You get to know who it is that you're talking about that's being discussed. You get to find out what their life is like. And you get to determine whether or not this is someone you want to love. Well, it's really difficult not to love Krishna because he is so loving. He gives us way more than we could possibly give him. But the point is, on the devotional path is the only path by which you can come to the absolute truth to Krishna. The only way. You can try the path of uh, oneness, connecting. Um, and it's empty. You know, connecting to the Brahma Mahoite, the, the effulgence. But you're out there, and then what? It's nothingness. Nothingness. There's no, there's no connection. There's no intimacy. And when it is the accumulation of knowledge um, by Ganyana 
um, yoga. You're just talking about it and you're speculating and philosophizing and and then what? What do you do with it? You don't delve into it. You don't get the understanding. It's good. Those are paths that you can be on for a moment and progress from one to the next. But the outcome has to be devotional service. Otherwise, you'll never get to the Lord. They are paths that can be considered, but they are not the path of directly connecting with the Lord. And I don't know why this is leaving my mind. The um, I gave it a description, the, the path of detachment and the path of vinyana yoga. Let me look at this again, because there's a point to be made. Ah, that's where, okay. That's what I was, that's what I meant to uh, bring out. Brahman is like the yogi, yogi path, the path where you're connecting with the, uh, just the effulgence of the Lord. And Paramatma, ah, Paramatma is the path, um, is a partial um a partial personality of the Lord, but the absolute truth on the path of devotional service is the ultimate path that one should be on. The scriptures from Canto 1 right through Canto, what, 12? Or, or I don't know if we get 13, but to the end of the cantos, the whole point behind them all is you are given examples of individuals that have taken various processes. And you're also given an example and situations to show where following certain paths will lead. The descriptions of how th- this is done is formulated according to where your mind is. Everyone is going to take, every single one of you in this room, will take to the scriptures a little bit differently. But those that get that stay on the devotional path, you'll come together with a oneness that we'll all understand, if that makes sense. If that makes sense at all. Um, but in the first canto, it really gives you the essence of the scriptures devotional service service being the servant of the servant of the servant the intimacy that that establishes connects us all because if we're in a world where it's only us there's nothing absolutely nothing And in a world where we're not really understanding who we are, where we're from, we're just out there hanging. But when you take to the knowledge that is attached to the Vedas, the scriptures, when you take to establishing that connection, that feeling of connecting with the Lord, 
And all of us have the potential to have our own Rasa's or relationship with the Lord. And then when you take it even further to actually serving, it is like the ultimate relationship. The ultimate relationship where the relationship between the absolute truth, the supreme personality, Lord Krishna, is the most important. And it connects you properly with every single spiritual entity in the world where you understand that we're all connected in some way. Sometimes we have to go through different lifetimes to really realize that and to appreciate the association of devotees. As was um, shown yesterday, I like the fact that when those that were taking initiation were talking about enhancing or helping Srila Prabhupada's mission and um, being a servant of the servant of the servant. It is a very humble position to be a servant of a servant of a servant, but the word servant has been misused um, in many millenniums where you think of someone that is beneath you, someone that serves you and does for you, but you don't do anything for them. This is a whole new ball game as far as being a servant of the servant of the servant in Krishna consciousness. You cannot give more than you'll get back from the relationship as a devotee. It is impossible. Krishna will all, never, ever be outdone. Ever, ever be outdone. What is it? You take one step, the Lord takes two. The Lord takes millions of steps. We don't realize that lifetime after lifetime, he's been taking steps for us. And finally, we're coming to the understanding, or maybe you did in a previous life, but you're coming again to the understanding that you are part and parcel of the Lord. And that only in this material realm is there a difference. You know, that's where the contamination comes in. The minute we hit this material world, the contamination comes. In the spiritual world, you don't have this. Why are we here? To shake it off. To get rid of whatever it was that sent us back here. And no one is better than the other person in the room. Unless the Lord has sent you here for a specific purpose. We've all had a fall down for some reason. Maybe the one point that really pulls everything together is we thought we were like the Lord. We wanted to be God. We wanted to lord everything over the universe. So the Lord facilitated and gave us this material universe. And if you've lived long enough, you know that this is not the universe that you want to be in, that there is no happiness, no sense gratification. No matter what sense gratification you come across, it will never be permanent and it will never satisfy, no matter what amount of money you have, it will never satisfy, it will bring issues. The only thing that will bring you happiness is bhakti, yoga, devotional service, understanding your connection with the Lord. 
if it took this many lifetimes for any of us to get to this point and what it is that we need to do to stay on this path, it's worth it. If our, what are the basic rules and regulations? No, what was it? Amara said, no intoxicants, no meat eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, chanting, reading, devotee association. These are just basic things. They're not difficult things. They are not difficult things. And when you think you're giving up something, you're not giving up anything. Whatever you think you're giving up, the Lord is giving you more in abundance in that particular area. It is worth it to stay on the devotional path. And so that I don't take us too far off track, I always like to go back to the translation again. So that if I went too far off track, you'll know what the purpose of all of it was. The seriously inquisitive student or sage, well-equipped with knowledge and attachment, realizes that absolute truth by rendering devotional service in terms of what he has heard from the Vedanta Sruti, the oral reception of the Vedantas, hearing so in a state of humility, not like hearing like an animal, You know, they can't help it. They don't really hear. We're supposed to hear and take it in and trust and believe in the scriptures because any point in the scripture that's brought up as a lesson, if you follow that point or whatever that lesson is, you'll find that it gives you, if not the similar results, results that you are to expect from the scriptures. It is all a scientific process, and it's a scientific process that doesn't change depending on what new student comes in with this new formula or this new discovery. It never changes. It's the same. It's perfect and complete. So I'll end at this point and open it up for any comments anyone wants to share or ask questions. Yes, Prabhu, do we have a mic? Is, and is the mic working? Is, is it on? Thank you very much, Mataji. That was a very, very enjoyable um, lecture. I have Please tell me who you are, Prabhu. Oh, my name is Chris, Dr. Chris from Houston. Dr. Chris, nice to have you here. You've been here before. It's a pleasure. It's my first time in Denver, in Dallas. First time. And it's a wonderful, wonderful temple, and I've really enjoyed my stay here. Great. Thank you. So I have two quick questions. The first one was uh, regarding the devotional service. And um, the implementation of of bhakti yoga, um, I wanted to ask if if one can be in bhakti and also be in the material um, work realm for for a purpose of of uh, providing for family or or something similar. Um, Good point. Good question. Good question. 
Yes, that's where that nice word dovetail comes in. You're not really supposed to be working to just keep increasing more money to see how much you can get. But the point is, whatever it is you're doing, if you can dovetail that job or that service in the service of the Lord, yes, you can be in that particular position. As long as you realize that position that you're in is not the ultimate position, that there's something better, and that you know it's better by the way you're redirecting what you're getting from it. Does that make sense? Hare Krishna. It makes perfect sense. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. asking. Did you have another question? Um, the, the second question uh, has escaped me. <laughs> That's okay. It, things escape me all the time. And the nice part about it is you're younger than I am, so I've got, there's hope for me. But, yeah, think, think about it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, think about it. It'll come back to you. Anyone else have any questions while we're waiting? Arjee, I just wondered if you could briefly say how you became a devotee or what drew you to Krishna consciousness in a brief way. That's um, It's a little difficult, Prabhu, to tell it briefly. Let me see if I can do this. I get wordy because it's really emotional, um, but it's it was a process. I was looking, but I didn't know I was looking. My brother told me that I was looking. Um, and anyway, he lived out of state. He came to the state that I lived in. He introduced me to the Bhagavad Gita. He gave me the book. I thought I was doing him a favor by reading it. And ultimately, it helped me. But I was lost. I hit a wall and did not realize I'd hit a wall. And Krishna sent someone to tell me that I did and that this was the path that I should take. And I'll tell you, the one thing about me is that I get bored very easily. I always have. In Krishna consciousness, I have not had one single day that's been boring. It's been one nice, long ride. And there's always something new to discover. And the scriptures are ever fresh. Every time you go through the scriptures, you're going to find something that you didn't see the first time. And it's going to hit you and pull you in even more and become nectarian. Did I, did I explain it? Did I give you? <laughs> Thank you for asking, Prabhu. Prabhu, I'm sorry, I don't know your name, and you probably have been here more times than I have. What What is your name, Prabhu? So, Sarvabhama, I'm from Houston. I joined, joined in Dallas. So. Hari Bo, Prabhu, Hari Krishna. Home away from home. Ah, thank you for being here. Yes, Rupanuga Prabhu. Sarvabhama Prabhu is one of the senior disciples of Tamal Krishna Goswami. Ah, Hari Bo. I've had the pleasure of going out on Sankirtan with him in South Texas. Wow. Uh, once upon a time. A lot of history. And he was, he was leading up the uh, group down there uh-huh. at a mall. And uh, he, w- he would cook a magnificent breakfast <clears throat> for, the, for the men who were with him, including myself. And then he would eat oranges for breakfast. Ah. Really? 
Okay. So, yeah, so he's he's got a lot of shakti as as a, <laughs> one of the male disciples of Tamal Krishna Goswami. Uh, Dr. Chris's question about, uh, uh, you know, doing devotional service and, and, uh, also performing one's household duties. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I know that you have experience with that yourself because you were involved in the working world oh, at the time that you got into Krishna consciousness. <clears throat> and, um, and, and, and this is, uh, Chris, this is one of the, Probably a difficult thing for the householders to do to carry on their devotional lives at the same time having to go out mm. and earn money. Mm. <clears throat> but they can't, it can be done and it should be done and it must be done. Yes. That a person who takes on the responsibility, especially a man takes on the responsibility mm. of a wife mm. and then has children, mm. it is absolutely essential uh, to that person standing in the devotional community, that he be a good husband, good father, and and that he also be very exemplary in his devotional Absolutely. practices. Good point. Good point. Prabhu. And this is this is a point that uh, Tamal Krishna Goswami Raj made mm-hmm. back in the early 1980s when he came here uh, in probably 78, I guess. From the, from his, uh, you know, his time in the Radha Damodara traveling Sankirtan party. Oh. He and Vishnu John Swami Maharaj were leaders and, and of that party. And so he came here with a bunch of brahmacharis and at one time this, this temple room looked like an ocean of saffron. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but very early on, he, 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 he made a trip up to Tennessee and rescued four householders from their mm-hmm. lives up there and brought us here. Uh, but he never told us that our duty was to become brahmacharis. He never told us that uh, we should become vanaprastas. He never told us that we should become sannyasis and give up our families. He never said that, as mm. far as I know, in my mm. experience. He was always emphatic that a householder should perform his household duties and at the same time recognize his dependence on Guru and Krishna. Good point. Very good point. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, any of those positions that you're holding, you have to have something steady and solid to hold on to that doesn't change. And that's Krishna consciousness. You have to. It's so crazy out there. It stabilizes you. I remember when I was in the business world, it was like you had your foot in two different worlds. But the more you clung on to devotional service and Krishna consciousness, Krishna helped you balance it out. So no matter what you were going through, even if you were in the material world at work, you weren't really there, but you were there. Thank you, Rupanuga Prabhu, for bringing that up. Very important point. Very important. Mm. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it is possible to it, householder life, grihasta. It is difficult uh, for both men and women. It it is a challenge, but we've got examples of not only what's in the scriptures, but what's the devotees around you. When you surround yourself with 
good devotional service, you'll see examples. And if you don't, all you have to do is pray for it, and Krishna will make the arrangements. Always. Anyone else? Any comments? Yes, yes, Rupanukam. One more comment, and that is regarding Mother Antar Yami Devi. She came here to this community, and she uh, did not ask for any financial support from our community, as far as I know, and I don't think she did. But at the same time, she's given up a, a large amount of her time now, in this stage of her life, uh, to serving in the Pujari department. So this is, this is, I think, one of the blessings of having done your duty early on in life and cultivated mm. Krishna consciousness under the guidance of her spiritual master. Mm. Uh, and, and now she's, uh, she's taken the spiritual guidance of, of the senior members, particularly Mother Trandavali in this mm. community. Mm. So her, her, uh, her life has been exemplary. And we have another have another person here too, Mother Guru Bhakti, who has done very much the same thing. Run her own business as a medical doctor in Houston for years, mm. and uh, and still supported her spiritual master uh, in while he was going to college. And so we have a great deal of respect yeah. for this lady. She happens to be here in the temple room right now. Oh, is she? Hari Bo, Hari Bo, and she happens to be the wife of Sarva Mama Prabhu. Ah, Hari Bo, Hari Krishna, husband and wife. It's rare I get the couples in together. This is good. This is good. But Prabhu, if you situate yourself properly, Krishna, Krishna will make the arrangements that he will give you everything you need at the point where you don't have to ask anything from anyone. And a long time ago, long time ago, I said to Krishna, I don't want to need anything from anyone I will just count on you completely. And he arranged it completely. Simple living, high thinking. Doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire. I mean, it's nice to be in that position and give to the temple. But the point is, we can exist even in the financial, even in the economic condition of the world right now. We can. It's possible. Just keep your faith in Krishna. Keep your faith in Krishna. He'll do it for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, uh, Mata, did you want to say anything? Did you want to share? Did Prabhu do it? Do all the talking for you? <laughs> I want to thank you for your very good delivery. Oh, it was so nice how you presented it, and uh, your presence was very nice. So thank you. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you. It's 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 always good to have um, the association of devotees. It is very rare to go wrong with the association of devotees if you cultivate them properly. And I would have to say my guru has arranged that I am in the place that I'm supposed to be right now. And... He's just arranging things for you. You don't even have to ask. So, Bhakti Tirtha. Bhakti Tirtha Swami. Bhakti Tirtha. Who is, of course, a disciple of uh, my Maha Guru, Srila Prabhupada. Yes. But as I said, we're all one big family. One big family. Is, is no other comments? I'd just like to say that 
hearing all this from all of you. Ah. Really appreciate it, and I get this really this like wonderful community we have here, in Dallas and Houston yes. devotees. Yes, just sharing and um, telling stories and speaking about the devotees themselves. It's so enlivening and encouraging at the yes. same time. So I would like to thank you. All. It is. It is. That, that's, it's, that's when you know you're in the proper association, when you're enjoying it and it's enlivening. If it's anything else other than that, leave it and find the proper association. Period. Okay, so we'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Vaishnav Ki Jai. Haribo. Thank you.